Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. I have a confession to make. There are times when I'm reading the scriptures that I tend to skim over quickly certain passages. Those are passages that uh, are talking about uh, sending somebody here or uh, saying hello or greeting someone. And so in the back of my mind, I'm saying, okay, uh, that's good. Uh, I'm glad that's over. Now let me get on to the meaty parts, to the juicy parts. And, and I, will, I will skip over them. I'm wondering who is listening today that might do the same thing. Well, I'm here to tell you that in today's passage, Philippians chapter 2, verses 19 to 30, I could easily do that. But as I have read it and studied it and prepared to teach it, I realize that there are some wonderful hidden gems there that I wouldn't want to miss. In order to appreciate this, uh, these verses, verses 19 to 30, um, I would back us up to, to chapter 2, verse 2 where the Apostle Paul is making a call to the Philippian church, asking them to uh, be a part of selfless, mutual service, uh, service to one another. Listen to what he says. Make my joy complete by being of the same mind, maintaining the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind regard one another as more important than yourselves. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. And so the Apostle Paul says, hey, uh, church, take care of one another, be unselfish, serve one another, have a mutual concern for one another. And then in verse 5, he said, have this attitude in yourselves that was in Christ Jesus. And then he goes on to give the supreme example of unselfish servanthood to the church. And that is none other than our Lord Jesus Christ, who left heaven and all the riches of heaven behind and took upon himself the form of a human being, became fully human while fully God, and lived on this earth and uh, lived a perfect life, and then went to the cross and voluntarily laid down his life to die for our sins. And uh, so what a great example of unselfish concern and service for the church. And so Paul said there, there's an example. And then in verses 12 to 18 of this passage, Paul challenges the church to live out the salvation that God has put in them. Work out your salvation, he said. In other words, do this. Do this. Uh, uh, live in, in the right way. And then we come now to today's passage in verse 19, where he says, But I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you shortly, so that I also may be encouraged when I learn of your condition. In verses 19 and two through 30, Paul um, gives, there are, we can find four examples of mutual concern for the body of Christ. In this passage that we might tend to read over quickly and not think through, you see a beautiful picture, a beautiful picture, a tender picture of, of a group of believers that love one another, that care for one another, that have a 
true, genuine concern for one another. I um, fear that we live in a time in our Western culture where that is almost, almost foreign to us. You know, I'm thankful that we live in a country where there were rugged individuals who, pioneers, who uh, blazed a path and who uh, built a, a great country. And we stand on their shoulders today and we enjoy the benefits of living in a free country, a prosperous country. We are so blessed. And, and much of it was uh, uh, came out of this these rugged individuals. But, you know, uh, what can be a strength and a blessing can also become a weakness and a curse. And a rugged individualism just does not work in the body of Christ. We have been saved and born again and brought into a body. A body is made up of many different parts, but none of those parts can live or function apart from being connected to the other parts. Uh, we are interdependent. That means that we depend on one another, uh, but we give to one another as well. Interdependent. We're not independent, and we're not just completely dependent, but we're interdependent. And and the body of Christ is a community. This This is not an individualistic thing. Uh, I understand that when we are saved, that, uh, that God calls us and God uh, quickens us and God enables us to choose Him. And, and I understand that no one else uh, uh, chooses salvation uh, for me, but rather that when God enables me, I place faith in Him on a personal level. I understand that. But that is still a part of uh, of a bigger thing. And I become a part of a bigger thing. And I'm a part of a body, a part of a community. And that's the way God wants us to function. So here in this passage, we see four examples of that in this, uh, in this group of people. And the first example is the Apostle Paul, uh, where he says, I hope in the Lord Jesus, trusting in the Lord Jesus, to send Timothy to you. And so Paul is, uh, is giving his concern for the body of Christ there. And there is no doubt that Paul had great concern for the body of Christ. It's not only in this passage, but throughout, throughout all of his letters. But here he says, I want to send Timothy to you. Timothy was a, a disciple of Paul's. He was a co-worker of Paul's, someone that Paul really loved. And so in an unselfish act, he wanted to send Timothy there to make sure that they were okay and to, and to encourage them and to, uh, uh, to give him information back about them. And, and he said in verse 24 that he actually wanted to come see them himself as soon as he is able. You know, he's there imprisoned in Rome, but he's hoping to be released and he's hoping to get to see them. And then in verse um, uh, 25 and following, he says, I want to send Epaphroditus to you as well. I want to send him back to you. He's been sent to me for my blessing, for my benefit, but I want to send him back to you. So the Apostle Paul is showing great concern for a church that he had been a part of founding uh, years ago, uh, showing his love for them. But then there's a second example of mutual concern here in this passage, and it's, it's Timothy. 
uh, Timothy is being sent by Paul. But Paul says, look, uh, I have no one else of kindred spirit. He said, Paul, uh, Timothy is a kindred spirit to me. Uh, we are our brothers in Christ. And he said, I have no one else of kindred spirit who will genuinely be concerned for your welfare. Um, he said, I know that Timothy has a genuine concern uh, for you. And, and then he said, furthermore, uh, in verse 21, for they all seek after their own interests, not those of Christ. And the implication here is not Timothy. Timothy is unselfish. He is willing to, uh, in a selfless way, serve. And he, and he goes on in verse 22 to say, But you know of his, Timothy's, proven worth. He had already proven himself. And that he served with me in the furtherance of, a go- of the gospel like a child serving his father. Timothy had a track record of concern for the body of Christ, and he served in the furtherance of the gospel. And so, Timothy is a great example of mutual concern in the body of Christ. But then, when we come to verse 25, we see the third party here that's concerned, and it's none other than Epaphroditus. Epaphroditus, it says, But I thought it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother and fellow worker and fellow soldier, who is also your messenger and minister to my need. Do you hear all those things that, uh, that characterized Epaphroditus? Let me just say them again. He's a brother, brother in Christ. He's a fellow worker and a fellow soldier. Uh, that, that, what a picture that draws. He's also your messenger. That word messenger there is the same word we get apostle from. Now, he was, an, an, he was not an apostle with a capital A, but he was a sent one. He was sent on a specific mission, and he is a minister to Paul's need. And we know what happened with Epaphroditus. On his, he was sent by the Philippian church to bring a gift to Paul and to minister and serve Paul and meet whatever Paul's needs were. But on the way, he got sick and he almost died. But he was concerned because his church had heard that he was in that condition and he was worried about his church. There is an example of mutual concern. And Epaphroditus was a true servant. And you can see that he was willing to to uh, do whatever it took to serve the body of Christ. Not only Paul, but he had concern for, for the body that he was connected to, that local church. And then the fourth group is, of course, the Philippian church. They were concerned. They were concerned about Paul to send a gift. And it said he sent, they sent the gift in chapter 4, verse 16, says they sent the gift more than once. What a caring church. And uh, then they sent their best. They sent Epaphroditus to be their, uh, their messenger, to be the one to carry the gift, to be the one to stay there and minister to Paul. And then when they heard that Epaphroditus was sick, they were concerned about him. And so here you see in this passage, Paul's concern, Timothy's concern, Epaphroditus's concern, the church body at Philippi concerned. It, it, they all loved each other and they, they looked out for each other and they were concerned for each other's welfare. And that's the way the Lord wants it. He wants that in the body of Christ. So I ask you in, in closing as we uh, consider this passage, 
Are you genuinely connected to a group of believers in the body of Christ? Uh, do you have a genuine concern for other brothers and sisters in Christ? And are you placing yourself in a position where they can have a genuine concern for you? Again, this is not a rugged individual uh, sport. This is the body of Christ, the community of believers that love the Lord and that love one another. I hope you are genuinely connected. Well, until the next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.